Hello everyone, welcome. I'm your host, Ray Ireland, and you are listening to Soul Aligned. And we are a show where we help high achieving leaders and driven visionaries do what they love and live their purpose. So thank you so much for being here, for joining me. I'm super excited because we are on episode number four, just kicking off the show strong. And this episode is all about how to discover your soul's calling. And I wanted to bring a special guest on today to also give some other perspectives. And so today I have an amazing special guest and also one of my dearest friends, um, clients, and also a coach of mine. Like we, this girl is amazing. You are all gonna be so blown away by her and what she is sharing um, and some of her story as well. So, we have Tyler Rowling here, and Tyler Rowling is a registered dietitian and certified intuitive counselor. So she helps women overcome that perfectionism with food and their bodies so that way they can live a vibrant and joyful life. And I know this is just such an important topic um, and what she does in her work and also like diving into, wow, that like sounds so purposeful. Like, how did you do that? So Tyler, thank you so much for being on here and joining me today. Yes, thank you for having me. So excited. Yeah, totally. And um, so let's just dive right in. So I would love for you to share and we're going to kind of allow your story to like unravel through through our conversation so that way people can get to know you. But I think it's even more important besides like what you're doing, because it is your soul calling. I, I want to really share with the audience like how they can find their soul calling, how they can discover it and also how like what that path looks like and i know you're so committed to this path of following your soul soul calling and so i kind of want to just start with like how does it feel um to really be living your soul calling daily um and like how does that feel to be like listening to that pull yeah um well it's really scary at first i think because it does feel like so aligned um and also it's a lot of shedding of these old patterns that maybe you are used to and kind of felt safe um but once you finally kind of let go of the old so you can bring in the new and in a way it's not even new it's it's getting back to that core essence that true essence of who you are and when that begins to happen, you get closer and closer to that soul alignment, that's when magic happens. And uh, it's just a feeling of serenity, bliss, joy. Um, yeah, pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And I'm just feeling like some of the people that might be watching this, you know, they might actually be on that path of discovering their soul calling and they might be watching this to receive new inspiration and some new guidance. And so usually when we're in that spot, we're also kind of in that, that space of it's like terrifying. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Can I trust this? Like this is, is going against everything that I've been taught. Um, so maybe could you like speak into that and can we rewind um, into maybe that beginning part of your journey of 
like what was that transition like for you to go from maybe not necessarily living your soul calling um, and stepping into a place of deeper alignment? What was that like for you? Yeah, totally. Um, you know, it's pretty wild because it's you're completely unconscious of it at first, and then you start waking up to it more and more. And you start realizing that the life that you're current, currently living um, is not fulfilling. It's not satisfying. It doesn't, you know, feed your soul sort of thing. And I really believe that life, universe, spirit, God, whatever you want to call it or prefer, is going to constantly send you lessons until you start learning the lesson and receiving it. Um, because until we're conscious of those moments to really make a different choice that will lead us in that aligned direction, it's going to feel off kilter. It's going to feel like a lot of anxiety, um, maybe feelings of like guilt, shame. I should be doing this. I know I certainly experienced that. And to be completely transparent, I also believe that it's not an end destination. Like, even though I feel as if I'm living in this alignment, every day there is something more to learn and being open and receptive to that because we're constantly evolving. So not necessarily focusing on the outcome as much as it is enjoying and trusting the process. And knowing that everything that happens in our life is there for a reason and just like leaning back, it's like a trust fall into the divine. That's how I like to describe it. Um, it's like universe, spirit, God, you know, take me in and show me who I am and trust in that fully and lead from a place of love. Mm. I love that. And I know this is something we talk about like all the time, you know, is oh, yeah. like those, regular conversation. Yeah. And that's what's so cool about this is just like, it's, it's ongoing. Um, and this is something I'd like to share, you know, with everyone that's viewing is that it's, it's not like we've like reached this end destination where like, all right, we're just going to hang out on this like island right. of soul calling and we're having a great time. Like it is right, right. like one step after the other. And um, there's something that you said that really sparked this image of like, there's these opportunities that come up every single day. And a lot of times we will make a decision based off of how we've made decisions in the past when yeah. those opportunities come up. And so we, we're just kind of repeating this pattern and not all of them are bad patterns, right? Like if you um, get into a pattern of like working out or, you know, um, eating right. healthy or whatever that thing is, that's a pattern that you can build to like create sustainability in your life. And there's these other like subconscious patterns that are happening that are um, kind of sabotaging you during this process because you're just doing what is normal and what is safe. Um, right. And so like in, in your life, when you've experienced um, that, that, that sort of pattern, what is usually the thing that like switches? Like what happens before you decide like, actually I'm going to make a different choice this time. 
Yeah, so that is a great question because it also happens on a daily basis, I feel like. Um, and that's when first key is awareness. Like even being aware of the fact that this happens to everyone and you're not alone, I think is key because then that opens you up to making different choices. So being aware in the moment, oh, this is life, you know, giving me that option again to choose differently or choose a path or a pattern from the past that didn't necessarily serve me. Um, so awareness and then honestly recognizing um, choosing a place of love. Uh, and I'm going to say love a lot because I have a huge heart center, so extremely operate from this place. Uh, asking myself which choice is coming from a place of love and compassion and which choice is out of fear, shame, guilt, kind of more of those negative vibrations versus choosing that higher frequency of love, compassion, um, joy, that sort of thing. Does that help answer the question? Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Okay. It's like, yeah. It, it, I think there's also this like thing where it's like, but how can I just like live and love and joy every day? There's almost that like taboo as well. Um, I would love to hear yeah. your opinion on that. Like, like, yeah. well, if you're just following love and bliss, then isn't your life right. all love and bliss or like, right. you know, what's your perspective yeah. on that? Yeah. So, I mean, a perfect example is honestly today, like I woke up and I felt a little like in a funk, like, I don't know what it was. Sometimes I feel like we can't really um, put our finger on it. It maybe just be a mood. And sometimes our emotions, we can let them run the show and sort of dictate how we're going to show up in the world. And then choosing again how you want to show up in the world, even if there's kind of this internal storm happening, asking yourself, okay, well, what is one thing I can do that's going to bring me back into my essence, into my power? And it doesn't have to be some big action of like, you know, trying to save the world or anything, but it could be as simple as maybe you go on a walk. So this is literally what I did today because I wanted to bring up my energy and my mood. So for me, that is getting out in nature and by the water. So I decided to walk Sunset Cliffs and listen to some of my favorite music and just really enjoy my surroundings. And I also made a conscious decision to be open and looking out for the blessings in life. So even the smallest things, like if it's sending a message to my brother, letting him know how much I love him because he's on my mind, or um, taking a look around in nature and seeing like, you know, butterflies flying by you, or maybe there's even a rainbow in the sky. And I know that sounds really like woo-woo-ish, but it's, it's these things that we close ourselves off to when we're stuck in this rut or this funk. So when we really make a conscious effort to notice the little things and choose to engage in activities and actions that are going to raise our vibration, that's where I think a good starting place is because the expectation 
first of all, there is no expectation, right? It's just choosing to be present and how you relate to your surroundings. Yeah. Um, and also realizing that we are all in this together. And, you know, to be human is suffering. And I know that's, that might sound kind of morbid, but, you know, just when you think you're the only person experiencing some of these lulls, it's just not the case. So really feeling like connected as well. Mm. Um, so I'll make a point to, if someone's walking by, like genuinely, you know, smile and say hi to them. Mm. Uh, and being open to receiving that as well. And then when you say hi from a place of love, it goes right back to you. And so you're able to receive that as well. I love that. Um, and so kind of to like break it down for anyone that's listening, these could be amazing action steps that you might feel inspired to take after watching this video. So maybe, you know, to get into that place of alignment. Um, so it could be going out into nature. It could be looking for the small gratitudes of life and it could be connecting with others and knowing that you're not alone in the space. Um, and I love, I love those like kind of action points, you know, that's something that we all can do. Like you don't need to be a yeah. certain type of person or have the certain amount of money or type of job or be in any kind of relationship, like to just do those things for you and vicariously yeah. be stepping into that deeper alignment of vibration. And so, um, if I'm like thinking about that, you know, and like kind of raising up your vibration, that's that in, in uh, what I've seen in my perspective is an amazing way to um, kind of put out a compass and say, okay, where, where's my vibration raised the most? And let me follow that path to start to understand and really start to be on that path of discovery of like, what am I really here to do? Um, totally. so, I just got chills. That's yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting mm -hmm. because no one can really know. Like we're not like born here and given a guidebook or if we are, then we're usually like, this isn't for me, <laughs> you know? Right. So right. It, it's ex exploration every day, every minute and to be in a space of gratitude and like being in that exploration in a positive way rather than kind of like sludging around like, Oh, I hate this. Um, yeah. So really down to the perspective. Um, so yeah. I would love to hear from you like a little bit more about your like specific journey. Um, like when, because you're, you're doing this amazing work, you're working with women on their body and how they relate to food and stuff. But like, did you always do this? Like, how did you kind of come into understanding like, oh, this is, this feels really good. This is what I want to be doing in the world and how I want to be showing up. Yeah, so the way I understand it, the question is, how did I choose to do what I do? Is that what you're asking? How did you choose? And also, like, literally, how did you discover it? Because, like, did someone oh, tell you okay. oh, you should be a registered dietitian? Yeah. Like, oh, how okay. does it even, like, come into your mind? Um, so kind of starting from the yeah. beginning. Yeah. Okay. So from the very beginning, oh, boy. Uh, so to be completely honest, I chose to be a registered dietitian because I had like no idea what I wanted to do 
I had just graduated high school. You know, that's when they pressure you, even in high school. They're like, well, what do you want to be when you get older? What do you want to be when you get older? And there's all this pressure. Um, and it's such like a masculine sort of uh, society and pressure that we feel a lot of times. So I was like, well, I guess uh, I should do something that is going to be practical. Um, so I took a intro to nutrition course. And I was like, oh, this seems interesting. And then uh, you can actually become a registered dietitian, which sounds practical and useful. So let's do that. And also, I was struggling myself with body image, um, self-worth, weight, the food that I was eating. Um, I had gained, like, I don't even not going to say how many pounds because that doesn't matter. But the point is I gained a bunch of weight and it felt really odd for me because I grew up as an athlete and I tended to have like a more athletic frame. So it was kind of a shock to my system. And on top of that, everything else in my life was a shit show for lack of better words. Uh, my parents were getting a divorce. My mom was severely alcoholic and I was kind of left to take care of her once my dad kind of left the scene and in a way there was a major feeling of abandonment and that I was on my own and I was also taking care of my parents at the time and trying to figure out you know hearing all these messages of well you need to figure out what you want to do with your life and for me the nutrition component and kind of dieting and exercise was that one thing I could grasp onto and really control and bring me some sense of peace. Even though looking back now, I see that even though I felt like I had control, I really was out of control because I was not at peace with who I was or what was happening in my life. Um, and my anxiety and fear was really running the show. They were running the show. Um, so that's how I got into nutrition. And then thankfully, when I was at Florida State, I ended up getting an internship at the health promotion department uh, where I was able to work for a registered dietitian who was certified in intuitive eating and treating eating disorders. And this is when my life really shifted for the better because I started making peace with food in my body based off of the messages that I was receiving while working with this dietitian. And also the environment of that department was so nourishing, nurturing, it felt very safe. And I needed that safety so much in my life because I felt like everything else was just chaos. Um, and that's when I decided to become really involved with the intuitive eating concept. Um, and the story goes on and on, coming, moving out to San Diego, deciding to get my master's, and then going through the certified intuitive eating course myself um, once I moved out here. Um, and to be completely transparent as well, even though my journey to healing food and body started back at Florida State, it really was not fully embodied until a couple years ago. 
because when I first moved out here, I still was holding on to certain uh, old belief systems, like ex using exercise as a form of control with food and body, as well as food rules that I was holding on to, like not eating past a certain time or um, restricting food at certain points. And I have to say that when I also first moved out to San Diego, I auditioned to be a part of a synchronized swimming company. Mm -hmm. And there is pressure within these aesthetic sports and athletics and performing arts to look a certain way. And I definitely still had those thoughts happening the first few years of me living out here in California, especially when I got back into synchronized swimming and kind of comparing myself to what other people were looking like. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got the job at San Diego State University. And that's when I got reintroduced to intuitive eating again. Like I already had it there, but then it just strengthened because that's when as a registered dietitian and health educator, I was teaching students about intuitive eating. And by me becoming the expert in this subject, I really had to take a look at myself first and foremost. Mm -hmm. um, so it all came full circle when I completed uh, the registration, or excuse me, the certification to be an intuitive eating counselor. It all came together. And that's when I truly um, started embodying and living that message. Mm. Thank you so much for sharing your story. It's so inspiring because I think one of the big things is like the challenges that come up even while you're on your soul's path and while you're in that discovery point, like it's not going to be all easy. And I think like even um, things like comparison, like that's something that so many people experience and um, like, how do we, how do we find that spot that is like, we're living our truth and we're being of service and you know, we're even our jobs, like how we're making our income is, to really give back it's not about this like me me and so but like on that path to discovery to get to that point like how do you not compare yourself to everyone else that is trying to find their own path as well um totally yeah was, were there any specific things that you did to like allow yourself to release some of that comparison so that way you could kind of carve out your own path yeah, and honestly, you know, the comparison game, it never really goes away. It's something that, and kind of my philosophy with anything is like, don't expect anything to go away. It's just how you uh, relate to it and cope and work with that. And how quick can you turn it around to something that's going to benefit you? Um, because once you get on that comparison train, it, it can be hard to get off of it and you'll kind of snowball, right? Um, so that awareness is key. Like, oh, I'm playing the comparison game and this brings up feelings of guilt, shame, worthiness, 
you know, questioning your worth. So a big thing that I have turned to that really has helped me is um, spirituality. And when I say spirituality, I mean knowing that there is universal love and unconditional love and acceptance for every single one of us, no matter what we do, no matter what status we hold, um, how much money is in our bank account, what size jeans we wear, uh, we are perfect in uh, our unperfect way and so loved and supported more than we know. So constantly reminding myself of that, that I'm safe, that I'm supported, that who I am is exactly who I need to be at this point in time. And when I'm operating from that place of knowing that I'm worthy and I'm loved and accepted, that's when I'm, I feel myself literally, it's like a physical feeling of being open to receiving. And yeah. I love that. Good. It's good stuff. <laughs> it is. It's so good. It's such a like yeah. blessed place to be, um, to open into that space of receptivity. And while you've been, I mean, you're an amazing example of someone that's really living out their soul's calling. You know, you're, you're embodying it in your lifestyle and how you treat yourself. And now, like, literally stepping out and being like, hey, if, if you are having these problems, like, I can help you. I want you to embody and love your body and the way that you relate to food. And I think that's so powerful. But I would love to hear, like, from you. Like, why do you feel like it's so important to live from your soul's calling versus not? Like, how does that, what would that change? I think that once you live your soul's calling and you start walking that path, all these doors will start opening for you. It's, it's returning to your essence. And when you do that, as you do that, it feels like so right that you really don't it's almost as if you don't have a choice at that point like there's no turning back once you have started walking that path it's like even if you try to veer off life is going to be like uh uh no uh and something inside you is just going to keep yearning for it because it's full food you know mm -hmm. I definitely feel that and can relate. It's sometimes I like to joke. I'm like, I love what I do. Like I love serving people. I love helping others. I love, you know, working on myself all the time and constantly growing and evolving, working on my art. And there are some days where I'm like, did I choose this or did this path choose me? Like, I think in totally. some ways the path totally chose me, especially in the yep. times where it's a little bit more tough. I just I'm got like, the chills again when you said you, that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think I would have chosen like this path. Right. It's definitely not yeah. the safest and the easiest. Right. If you want to stay right. an easy path, like go get a restaurant and do that for the rest of your life. Like nine to five, right. boom, every day, you know what will happen. And that's not what, being on your soul's calling is about. And so I think um, like, yeah, what, what are some of the qualities that you, you maybe see in some of the people that you work with who might be um, 
following their soul's calling or discovering it or even in yourself or friends and colleagues what are some of those like qualities that people Mm. hold that are when they're on that path of discovery and discovering their soul's calling yeah i think it's um failing forward like not being afraid to fail i see that a lot especially in the beginning and i'm doing i'm experiencing it myself so the something that i see is that almost it's not that fear isn't there but it's pushing through the fear and seeing that it isn't about you. It's about something way bigger than yourself and having that as your North star on those versus being, you know, self-centered or kind of ego driven. It's, it's outside of yourself and leading from that place. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I feel like I honestly need to, connect and remember that like big picture why daily like literally every morning to just kind of continue to allow myself to take the steps and the actions kind of like what we were talking about in the beginning like all these opportunities are coming up every day and if you're getting distracted by social media or comparison or you know whatever your main distraction is maybe it's some substances or a relationship you will forget about that that big vision. Um, Do you believe, I'm curious, do you believe that even if someone forgets about that big vision, like, do you believe that they're still on their, their path of discovery? Or do you think it has to be like this very intentional um, path? Oh, yeah, I certainly believe that if someone gets off track, it's part of their journey. You know, it just means that their soul has more learning to do. because I know I've certainly fallen off my path as many times. Uh, and then it's just like, okay, now redirecting and realizing that we have the opportunity and the privilege of choosing again. Just because we get off track doesn't mean that we can't choose again to get back on track. And doesn't mean you're doomed, like, you know, for life or anything. So I certainly, yeah. And I feel, I feel like a part of me, like the, there's parts of me that I'm um, connected with while you're speaking about this, when I did fall pretty far off my path. And it's, I think it's just always so nice to have like someone say that, you know, and maybe that's you watching this video or maybe you're watching the video and you know someone that's fallen off their path. And so just being that person Um, whether you're hearing it for yourself or you're a messenger for someone else to just let yourself and others know that like, there's no like actually falling off your path. Like, even if you do, you can come back on, like it's yours. It's totally your path. You have full responsibility in it, in creating it. And that means you can do whatever you want. And also it might be a little intense to um, own that responsibility in the beginning, especially you haven't been owning it, but the joy, the um, responsibility, the actual ownership of your joy and creative creativity and your relationships and the love. It's like, wow, that's, that is the juice for sure. 
Um, so to to wrap up this incredible, incredible interview, I know we could we could keep talking. I know, like, is it already 20, 30 forever? Minutes? You know, um, yeah, stay tuned because Tyler and I will probably have more stuff coming out um, in the future to go even deeper into all of this and topics and stuff. Um, yeah. But to wrap this up for today, what is like? one message that you would like to share with anyone that's watching this video? Mm, well, kind of my mantra has been that, you know, you are a light in this world. Um, don't let anyone fade that. Um, and learn to live through love. Mm. There's so Bless many things I could say, honestly. <laughs> There's so many different, like, I have inspirational quotes are my jam. So, uh, but I'm just going to keep it simple. Like, you are a light in this world. Um, don't let anyone say it. Mm. And we can't hear that enough, you know, as humans. So thank you so much, Tyler, for being on here, for joining yeah. me today, for sharing your incredible wisdom, your journey with us. I know it hasn't been easy and um, being able to share from that vulnerable space, you know, I, I just know that it's going to be impacting millions and all the millions I get to watch this video get to impact their millions. And it's such a beautiful journey to be on. I'm grateful to be on it with you. If you like our show and want to know more, check out www.rayireland.com or please leave me a review on iTunes. I'll see you all next time.